check, check. I'm not on. You're not? Doesn't sound like it. You're definitely on. We hear you. Can you hear us? You hear us? (laughs) Dave. (laughs) Fuck, I'm stupid. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Drink the dumb bitch juice today. (laughs) Oh my God. I can't hear anything. Oh no, my headphones. (laughs) Fucking idiot, Dave. I feel like you're, if you wanted to do an intro clip, it's going to be a lot better. <laughs> oh, oh my God. <clears throat> All right. Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where I don't know if we would accept the pity fuck from the girl that we tried to cut apart in our uh, childhood magician phase. I just don't know. With me this evening is my co-host, Russell. Dutiful sex is not sex. Yeah. We also have Dave. A dog ate my finger. <laughs> hey. We are continuing our pseudo Xmas movie uh, marathon. Pseudomus. Pseudomus. <laughs> uh, That's something, right? Sure. Uh, just please. Just please give, make me feel smart. Give, give him something. <laughs> give me something today. I liked Pseudomus. Thanks. That's good. Uh, we're continuing this marathon with uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang from 2005, rated R, an hour and 43 minutes. Uh... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> uh... Good luck. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't envy you. <laughs> Uh, easy part for Dave. Baby. Just imagine this this whole thing is narrated by RDJ. Um we can get him. <laughs> probably. Uh, two thousand five, maybe. Yeah, in two thousand five we probably could have got him for like a bag of coke. <laughs> <laughs> Not during this. He was sober. Okay. Now this was the beginning of his comeback. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh the first 10 minutes is confusingly narrated by Darty J in this movie and cuts back and forth between different things. And <laughs> it's kind of ludicrous. Um, Luda. <clears throat> Roll out. Uh, I'm going to simplify the shit out of this and put it in order. Um, Do it. RDJ's character grows up in Indiana. With uh, this other character. <laughs> Already ridiculous. <laughs> uh, I'm out. RDJ's character is Harry. Uh, he grows yes, up he with Michelle Monaghan's character, Harmony, in Indiana. They both move away. He moves to New York. She moves to L.A. Um, and uh, 
he becomes a uh, thief and she tries mm-hmm. to become an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, Harry almost gets caught one night while he's trying to steal his n- nephew's sons. I don't know. Kid, this kid that is family of some kind. I yep yeah I don't know I think you nailed it ever since you nailed it with those three things you said uh, he's trying to steal a son? Christmas gift for them yeah um, and he can't find the right one and a UPS truck drives by and rumbles the whole building and it knocks their uh poorly attached uh alarm defeating something off of the alarm. Yeah. Alarm goes off and they're like, Oh shit, we got to run. Yeah. So they're running through an alley and him and his accomplice and a random person sticks their head out of their apartment with a gun to stop them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It makes sense. It's 2005. What? (laughs) It's also New York. (laughs) Like that's not whatever. Anyway, uh, he his partner gets shot and he gets grazed and he runs off. He sees some cops. The cops see him. They're following him. He ends up running across a a, a midnight movie audition. And yeah. he runs up the stairs. Totally. And butts in line and gets discovered. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's how actually RDJ got discovered. We don't know. <laughs> We don't know. Oh my god. This movie has started fantastically. Um Yeah. So then yeah. he's in LA and he's at this party and it's kind of weird. And uh he sees this girl. Uh he's just like wandering around this house and he sees this girl about to get like sexually assaulted. Um and he stops the guy, but the guy's like, you want to fight? <laughs> he's like, yeah, let's go, yeah. Outside. Let's go outside. Like, he talks him. He talks a good game. Oh yeah. yeah. And then he gets his ass kicked. I was like, you I go, love, I love the hard cut. Dude's ass. Yeah. <laughs> I love the yeah. hard cut to him just getting beat. Yeah. Yeah. So Harry's getting his ass kicked by this guy and he gets saved, uh, by Val Kilmer's character, gay Perry. Yeah. Uh, who is a gay private eye. Yeah. Who everyone calls gay dick. Gay. Mm, they call gay Perry. Um, you just say Perry if you want. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Harry and Perry are talking. Ooh, that makes it worse. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, not one time do they acknowledge it. No. Nope. I was upset about that. Um, and basically Perry has been hired to work with Harry uh, to teach him how to become a PI for a role that he is, he's possibly going to get. Um, definitely. He's definitely going to get it. Yeah. He's for Why sure going to get they it. Fly him out to LA for yeah, it. You know? Yeah. Right. That'll be a thing later. Also LA, LA, LA. You haven't discovered multiple bodies until you've discovered multiple bodies in LA. LA. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
So then he sees uh, Harmony walk by, apparently still super drunk with the guy that was going to sexually assault her, <laughs> leaving with him. And her he's like, date. what the fuck? No, <laughs> they didn't come together. Um, and he's like, what the fuck? Uh, so he's talking to Perry and Perry's like, yeah, talk, see me tomorrow. So then Harry goes to like a bar. Oh, he, he Perry tells him that he knows where this girl hangs out. So Harry goes to the bar and runs into her and she's by herself. And he's like, where's that guy at? And she's like, ah, he was a piece of shit. So I just needed, huh. a, I just needed a ride. I was pretending he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cause you haven't needed a ride till you've needed a ride in LA. LA. Is this going to be the whole show? Uh, can we not? Um, <laughs> there's going to be a LI super cut uh, clip, I think. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so they have a conversation and then her annoying friend shows up and she's like, she doesn't want to talk to you. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this chick, but not like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did. Yeah, but then they did you see it though? Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I saw the movie. Uh, I must watch the unrated one. <laughs> oh, I didn't see the <laughs> the actual fucking. I didn't see the sex. Yeah, <laughs> that's a sin. <laughs> Is it a sin in LA? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. To sit everywhere, sit in the eyes of the Lord, Jane. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. So like they they hang out and they get drunk and then he wakes up next to the friend and he's like, "What the fuck?" Oops. <laughs> he just immediately jumps out of bed. Yeah. And darts out the door. <laughs> yeah. Just runs away. Uh, and he goes to her place because apparently he knows where she lives now. Uh, because they went back to her place to part, continue partying. And then he ended up with the other girl. So he goes there and she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't know what happened. And she's like, fuck you. Get out of here. Leave me alone. Um, so he leaves. Uh, and then he has, uh, a thing with Perry where he's going to meet Perry that night to train, to be a detective. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's just a boring gig. I just got to follow or I guess got to like hang out outside this cabin and watch this guy or something. I don't know. Um, And he tells Harry about it a little bit and they go there and this guy leaves and they follow him and then they lose track of him. And they're like down by this like little pond. And like, where the fuck did that guy go? And then all of a sudden the fucking car that he was in, like shoots off of the cliff above them into the pond. And they're like, what the fuck? And Harry Harry runs out there. Yeah. Harry runs out into the pond to like save the person in the car. And Perry's like, there's nobody in it. What are you doing? (laughs) Uh, And then. uh, For some reason, Perry goes in. He hears a sound that we don't hear because he's like, oh, get the keys, the noise. Yeah, yeah. He but hears, there's no yeah, I don't know noise what the fuck. in the audio. So yeah. So he like he jumps in and then he can't get the keys. So then he shoots the lock and he pulls the body out of the trunk and it's a dead girl. 
And then they see the guys that, that drove the car off the cliff and they see them and those guys leave. Harry talks to them. Yeah. Cause that's real talks smart. Him Cause he's dumb. <laughs> uh, and, um, they're Perry's like, we have to call the cops. And Harry's like, uh, are you sure I have like priors? And he's like, no, dude, it's a dead body. We have to call the cops. And, uh, Harry's like, uh, are you sure? Like, are you sh- like, cause you know, you're, are they going to be able to tell that she died from the broken neck or from the, uh, bullet wound to the head where you shot her? <laughs> cause when he shot the lock, he shot her in the head on on accident. And they're like, oh, fuck. Okay, we got to get rid of the body. <laughs> uh, so they. Uh, what or They don't get rid of the body, do they? They just leave her there. No, yeah, they just leave they the just body leave there. there. Yeah, and, and, then, and then Harry throws Perry's gun into the yeah. pond and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It's like, what? You got to get rid of it. He's like, yeah, but they're going to dredge that pond to get the car out and to find any evidence. And you just threw like a $3,000 gun that is very easily traceable to me <laughs> next like, to the car. My mother gave me, <laughs> my mother gave me that gun. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> and they just leave. <laughs> uh, God, so then a bunch of other shit happens at the end. Um, <laughs> wackiness. Yeah. Wackiness uh, and suits. It gets real weird in the middle. Like, uh, so Harmony comes to Harry because he lied about being a PI to her. So she comes and she's like, my sister is in town. Uh, and oh no my sister they say my sister killed herself and but she didn't I know she was murdered and I want you to investigate her death because she thinks he's a yeah 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 so he's like okay and then she leaves and when she leaves he's like taking a piss and she walks out the door and he looks over and the body of that girl is in his shower. <laughs> and so he, he actually, proceeds to piss on her. her. He pees on her. Yeah. yeah. Cause he's in shock. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck? And turns while he's peeing and just like continues to pee. You guys have never done that. Just like peed all over the place. Cause something happened. And you turn around while you were peeing. If that something happening is I'm drunk, then yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. What'd you say? Huh? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, so he calls Perry and Perry's like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah. He's like, okay, well, the cops are on their way. So you need to get the body out of there and you need to find the gun. And he's like, what gun? He's like, well, they, they're, they planted a gun because they're framing you for the murder of this girl. <laughs> yeah. He's like, oh, I guess that makes sense. So he wraps her up in like the blankets and stuff off the bed and he looks for the gun and he finds the gun. Harmony goes downstairs to leave and she's going by the front desk. When the cops come in, the cops are like, Hey, we got a a report of something happening in this, in this room, Seven fourteen, which is Harry's room. And she hears it. She overhears it. 
And she's like, no, they heard it. She like says to the cop, she's like, no, 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 they heard it wrong. It's actually 514. And they're like, oh, thanks, miss. And so she like walks out and the cops go up to 514. So they go up to the wrong room. Harry shows up or Perry shows up. I'm going to fuck this up the whole time. Harry and Perry. Perry shows up (laughs) and goes to Harry's room and they get the body and they're trying to figure out what to do with it. They end up throwing her off the roof instead of carrying her down like seven flights of stairs. They carry her up like two flights of stairs and toss her (laughs) off the roof, trying to get her into the dumpster at the bottom. They they they, they miss (laughs) sort of (laughs) aim for the bushes. Uh, Her body would have probably fucking exploded. (laughs) Like cut in half, like dropped seven or 10 stories onto the edge of a dumpster. Yeah. Yeah. Like that would have caused some damage. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, so they come down and they, Perry pulls his car around and they're about to put her body into the trunk and they hear a cop car and Perry's like, hurry up, kiss me. Harry's like, what the fuck are you? What? No, <laughs> like they start kissing and the cops are like, oh, look at them. And they drive by and then Harmony walks up and she's like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> why are people, why are the police in your room and why are you kissing Perry? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can explain. Uh, so he doesn't, I don't think he tells her about the body, but he like kind of like tells her no. other stuff. Yeah. Cause she doesn't know everything at first. Um, uh, so then they just like drop the body off somewhere uh, and they don't know who it is. And then, uh, the next day they find out who it is, right? Or who it's supposed to be. I, maybe I don't remember when they find out. I think they, they hear Towards about the it. End, like, no, they don't find out who it actually is mm, until yeah. later. But like at that point, I think they knew it was uh, the one guy's daughter, uh, Harlan's daughter. That they they see it on TV, and they're like, "Oh shit, what?" Yeah. Um. So then they're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on, and uh, Perry's like, "You got to get out of town." To Harry, right? Yeah. And Harry's like, what are you talking about? He's like, well, you got to leave. Like, there's a flight leaving at this time for New York. Be on it. Sorry you got involved in this. And he's like, "Uh, I can't. I got a, a screen test like next, like on Wednesday or whatever. And he's like, no, you're not going to get the part. He's like, what are you talking about? He's yeah. like, we're literally, they literally brought you in just to lower, uh, was Russell Crowe? Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. To lower Colin Farrell's price. You know, brought you in as like, hey, this guy's going to do it for the, for cheap. Yeah. And then Colin Farrell really wants to do it, but he just wanted to get paid. So we're going to, you know, do the switcheroo on him. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> 
He's like, if you want to punch me, you can. That's Hollywood. Yeah, so RDJ punches him and then he doesn't do a whole lot. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. He's kind of a wuss. Perry intimidates the shit out of him. Pick my fucking glasses up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's basically like, you know, you got to get out of here before something bad happens to you. And he's like, are you threatening me? No, before the bad guys do something bad to you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they already tried to frame you for murder. Uh, so he leaves and he's going to get on a plane and go to, back to New York. Uh, but he runs into this girl at the airport that is a stewardess that you met earlier at the bar after the party when he runs into Harmony. There's a girl that knows Harmony. And he's like, hey, I need to talk to her because she's like not talking to him. Something happened. I don't remember. They like got in an argument about something. And because uh, they're like on and off like the whole movie, like 10 times. They yeah. get in like a dumb argument and then they yeah, like kind of make up. This is where. I think this is where she's mad at him for the. uh or he's oh, mad at she's, her. She's mad at him because he lied about being a PI. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We're not to the him being mad at her yet. Yeah. So uh he runs into this girl and he's like, Come on, give me your number so I can like call and apologize. I'm leaving town, so I'm not like trying to get, you know, get at her or anything. I'm just I just want to call and apologize. Cause she's not talking to me. And uh this girl's like, fine, okay, here, I'll give you her number. So she's like looking through her phone and she's like, oh yeah, it's not, it's on her stage name. And he's like, oh Jesus, what's her stage name? And she tells him uh, what her stage name is. And he recognizes the stage name as the name of the person that hired uh, uh, Perry, Perry to go watch the guy at the cabin. So whoever paid for that must have set them up to see the body and then take the fall for that person's death. Right. So, um, earlier you found out that before, uh, Harmony's sister killed herself, she had, gotten into Harmony's apartment and stolen her credit card and spent $2,000 on something. And you didn't know what it was. So then you find out that she had stolen her credit card. That's actually under her stage name, not a real name and spent $2,000 to hire Perry to go watch this cabin. Right? So he's like, Oh fuck. I just found all this shit out. So he's like, I can't, I got to go back. Cause her sister's death has something to do with this other lady's death and like she could be in trouble. So he goes back and he tells Perry all this stuff and Perry's like, what the fuck? And, um, he ends up running into these two guys that are like, uh, uh, that tell him to leave. He's like, I, I didn't already. <laughs> <laughs> But they like kind of beat him up, but they don't like kill him. But they're like, you get out of here. L.A. doesn't want you. You've never been beat up by two thugs until you've been beat up by two thugs in L.A. LA. 
Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> so then, uh, uh, I think I, I might have this slightly out of order somewhere. It's confusing. Yeah. I mean, it's, just watching it one time, it's hard to like get it all in order. Uh, he, oh, before that, he went to talk to Harmony and she didn't want to talk to him and she shuts the door on him and cuts his finger off. Yes. Oh, yeah, the whole finger yeah, thing. Yeah, the finger thing is very important. Yeah. So then he, they, she takes him to the hospital. He tells her all the stuff and then they go to this party and that's where he runs into those guys and they fuck his finger back up. Right. Cause he got his finger reattached. Yeah. So then his finger is fucked back up and he gets put on a bunch of pain meds and stuff. And so then he's like, or he's like on some pain meds, but he's also like losing blood and stuff. And he's taking extra because he's fucked up because his finger is like now not attached again. Yeah. And he's in the back of uh, her car and Perry is, has a job that night where he's supposed to be following this girl. So they're driving off from this party, uh, Harry and Harmony, and they see those guys in another car, the guys that fucked him up. Yeah. And she's like, Oh shit. And he's like, just get their, uh, get their license plate or whatever. And then take me to the hospital. And she's like, yeah, or I could follow him. And he's like, no, <laughs> just get their license plate. Hospital. Hospital. And then he passes, passes out. Hospital. He's been all fucked up on narcotics. Yeah. Since he's like Demerol the and first shit. time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so he like passes out in the back seat. She follows them because they turn towards where Harry is. Cause Harry, she knows that Harry or Perry, fuck it. She knows that Val Kilmer is in this park and they turn towards this park. So she's like, Oh fuck. I gotta, I gotta save Val Kilmer. Um, so she, she goes that way and she like parks and gets out of the car and she's fucking stupid. So she just leaves the fucking door wide open and the keys in it and the keys. Well, she's in like, it. she's like, uh, if I go help him, can you drive yourself to the yeah, hospital? He's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, bye, bye. <laughs> so she goes running off and she sees, uh, Val following this chick, but she also sees, uh, one of the, uh, the bad guys like standing on the, or like follow sort of following, uh, Val, but not really following. He's like ahead, And he like goes to this, he goes on like top of this, uh, thing. He's on top of this, uh, bridge or whatever. And, um, she like runs out there and like tries to warn him but he doesn't hear her. But the other guy sees her and goes after her and they get in like a thing and she needs him in the nuts and headbutts him and he's knocked out. But then she's way behind. Val is still following this chick and there's a car coming for him. Yeah. And she like runs out and she tries to warn him and she warns him like just in time uh, 
he like gets out of the way of sort the car. Of. Sort she of. doesn't really warn him. Yeah. She goes to jump over the thing and then like falls and the gun randomly goes off yes. and shoots a car that he's standing next yes. to and he's like, what the fuck? And yeah. then he gets out of the way of the car coming at him. Yeah, there, that's the whole thing's it so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he doesn't get hit by that car. That car runs into like a fucking uh, taco truck or something. And uh, <laughs> so Val is like getting up from getting shot at and almost run over. Yeah. This guy's getting out of the car to try and shoot Val. And then he randomly gets shot in the back by the taco truck truck owner. Yeah. Yes. And Val's like, okay, well, I'm going to fuck off then. <laughs> he runs away. <laughs> he runs to go get uh, Harmony. And while they're doing this, the girl that uh, that he was following was actually like a decoy to pull him into this trap. Uh, and she runs up onto the road where the car is parked and like, oh, hey, there's this car here with the door open. She gets in. Oh, the keys are in it. And she turns it on and drives off. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. even look in the backseat. Yeah, with Harry in the backseat. So then Harry wakes up in a garage or a carport or whatever uh, in the car. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, what a nice nap. My finger's probably dead. Um, <laughs> and he like goes into this house and he's looking around. and He's like, what the fuck? Where am I? And he's sort of in this bedroom and he hears people coming. So he like goes and hides under the bed. And this girl, the girl walks in and somebody else walks in with her and she sits on the bed and she's like, I know we fucked up, but like, I didn't fuck up or something. And then the guy's like, yeah, well, you know, and shoots her. Right. Yeah. And then she like falls off the bed and is like looking at Harry and she's not quite dead yet. And she like kind of starts to like quietly speak. And he's like, no, no, no. Shh, shh, stop. <laughs> who, who are you? Stop. So she's like, I know you. Oh yeah. And he like kind of recognizes her, but he does he's not sure yet. He doesn't he doesn't put two and two together yet. Um so the guy walks off. He gets out from under the bed and there's just like a pistol laying on the bed with a silencer. And he's like fucked up cuz he just saw this girl die. And He's never shot anybody or anything. He's like only seen like the two dead bodies that he's seen while he's been here. The one twice. Uh, <laughs> um, and the guy comes back cause he's got to clean up. Right. So yeah. he like comes back, he comes back with some supplies to clean up and he's like, Oh, you, and he's like kind of condescending. Like you're not going to fucking do anything. You big bitch. And Harry's like, eh. Okay. He picks up the gun and he fucking shoots the guy. Yep. Yeah, go Harry. Good job, bud. <laughs> Eyes on the target though, bud. <laughs> yeah. Don't like look away while you're shooting somebody. Good shot. <laughs> For not looking. That's a good shot. Uh but yeah, so he shoots this guy and then he calls Perry. He's like, ah, I shot a guy. I fucking shot a guy. <laughs> and he puts his finger on ice in the kitchen while he's waiting for Perry to come. And uh, while he's sitting there talking to Perry, this dog comes out of nowhere and takes his finger and runs out the door. And then he's like, I can't leave, Perry. This fucking dog just took my finger. <laughs> and then the dog like comes back and he's like, 
dude, give me my finger. And then the dog's like, I think I'm going to eat it. <laughs> and he eats it. And then he's like, okay, I guess uh, I don't have to worry about that. And he's like, and Perry's like, okay, get the fuck out of there. Okay. And he hangs up and then he starts crying. Because he fucking killed somebody and yeah. watched the girl die. Yeah, he had mm-hmm. never done that before. And a dog ate his finger. Yeah, and then the dog's like, "Aw, buddy, are you okay?" Are you and right, comes buddy? and like snuggles up with him. And he's like, "Because he's a good boy." Yeah, because he's a dog. He didn't know it was his finger yeah. or that it was important or that people had died. He's just like, "What's going on, guys? Hey, who are you? Yeah, let's be friends." <laughs> What's this meat stick on ice? Yeah, <laughs> treat. <laughs> <laughs> Meatsicle. Can't uh, blame the dog, man. Yeah. Can't blame the dog. Dog didn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, so he leaves. Um. God, I don't. Uh. Where does it go from there? Uh. They know. They have an idea of what's going on, sort of. Yeah, I think. They go to the psych ward next. Yeah, but they don't. Uh, he gets super drunk with her first. Because there's this whole weird thing where she keeps like sort of offering him sex or like not being weirded out when he like accidentally touches her in yeah. an inappropriate way. Because there's like one point where he like goes to flick a spider off her tit. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's like half asleep or like passing out and he like flicks it and she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, there was a spider and she's like, whatever. And he's like, no, really? And she's like, yeah, well, I mean, whatever. If you just like grab my tit, it's whatever. And he's like, it's not whatever. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. She's like really laissez faire with like the sexual assault and stuff. Yeah. And then, and then later he's like telling her that like, he basically was like obsessed with her when he was a kid and he like still kind of is. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I'd have sex with you if you want, you know, it's whatever. (laughs) And he's like, what? Well, you know, just so you're not awkward, you give you like a handy J or whatever. And he's like, no, (laughs) what the fuck? You should give RDJ a handy J. Yeah. And then they're like, and then she kind of like comes around to the like, you know, uh, like, uh, being into him. But then she's like, I gotta tell you something. And she tells him that she did sleep with his best friend when they were kids. When she, when she said she would. Yeah. The one, the one guy, he was like, you can't have sex with this guy. And me still be friends with you. She's like, I won't. But she did. So he like throws her out. But before that, he has an epiphany. Because they're talking about um, the daughter. So the, guy, the, the girl that died that was in the lake was the daughter of Harlan Dexter, whose party they were at, right? And... Uh she was supposedly like a born again Christian and shit. Okay. And when they found her body, part of this, like, uh, Harry being like defensive of women and stuff kind of goes into 
what happened, how he noticed what happened, like what's going on. So when they find the girl's body, he like tries to cover her up and he yeah. happens to notice while he's because like her skirt is bunched up around close to her waist. So he like pulls it down because she's not wearing any panties. Right. Yeah. So he's like trying to preserve her dignity. Yeah. And so then he's like, wait a minute. Why wouldn't she be wearing any panties if she's, you know, born again Christian, but they also like said in the, the, uh, the coroner's report that she wasn't raped. Right. So he's like, he calls Perry and he's like, Hey, this stuff. And like, they talk about it and they think that she maybe was like locked up in a psych ward. So they go to the psych ward and they confirm that like, you know, you don't get, underwear in the psych ward you're just wearing like the uh <laughs> they do scrubs that. or going yeah. uh gown or whatever you've got <laughs> what <laughs> they do confirm that yeah confirmed um so then they run into another guy the another bad guy and they're trying to ask him <laughs> they're trying to ask him stuff in the parking lot at the fucking psych ward and uh RDJ's like, ah, I'll do this thing because that's cool. I'll fucking do Russian roulette. Where <laughs> <laughs> I'll put one in the chamber of this of this revolver and I'll ask this guy a question. If he doesn't answer it, I'll pull the trigger. So he does that and he asks the guy a question. He's like, fuck you. So he spins her up and he you know, locks it down, pulls the hammer and pulls the trigger. Only he lost his first round of <laughs> Russian roulette and blows the guy's yep. brains out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh shit. Perry's like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> well, I didn't think that, you know, I only had like a 6% chance. He's like, where did you learn how to do math? <laughs> no, he said eight. He said 8%. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's only twice that. Yeah. It's only like 16, uh, six repeating. It's like 17%. Still, Fair. still a higher percent than right. I'm willing to, to go with. Yeah. No. Um, and Perry even indicates what Perry says is he's like, did you put an actual bullet in? Yeah. Cause if you do it, you don't put an actual bullet in. Cause or you just like fake put a bullet in. Yeah. You like, you like fucking, Sleight of hand, that shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which he should have done because he's a magician. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> was a magician. Yeah, I mean, was. he does like some magic trick shit through the. Yeah, I just thought it was funny that Perry like assumed he knew what he was doing and then yeah. he didn't. Yeah, and then he just shoots him and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so this guy dies, and they're like, "Okay, we got to get rid of another body." So, uh, and then, but then they get held up because Harlan shows up with some of his boys and they're like, yeah, you guys are snooping around too much. So we're going to kill you. Uh, but they got to figure out how much they know first or something or where harmony is, or I don't remember what they're trying to figure out. I think they were trying to figure out where harmony was and, and who all knows who all knows. Yeah. So they're torturing Harry while they're asking Perry questions. And they're torturing Harry by the hook, literally hook a fucking electroshock machine up to his nuts. Yep. Because uh, <laughs> this is the part of the book where someone gets tortured. Yeah. Because that hadn't happened yet. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I forgot to talk about how like the whole thing they're talking about it being based on these books that they were both obsessed with when they were kids. Yeah. yeah. And it turns out that Harlan was in the movie that came to their town to film that was based on the books that they were reading. And that's how they got into the books. Um, but they're like pulpy noir detective novels, right? Yeah. Uh, but they talk about like how the books are like uh, set up and like, yeah, there's, we haven't gotten to the part where like the dude gets tortured and stuff. They're at that part now. Uh, so then uh, Perry baits the guy with like some homophobia stuff and then pulls out his nut gun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because guys are always nervous to check behind a gay guy's nuts. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's pretty smart. Yeah, like the the not quite complete pat downs. I mean, I know you've been to a fucking show where you got patted down and like it was the most cursory bullshit pat down ever. Yep. Right. You could have fucking had a shotgun down your pants and they would not have noticed. Using like the backs of their hands and stuff. And they just do the outside of your fucking leg. Yeah. And like from the top of your calf to the middle of your knee, they don't even go past your knee. Yeah. They're just like, eh, eh, all right, go. How am I supposed to feel safe if you don't fondle my balls? Yeah. Yeah. Fondle my balls. Fondle my fucking balls, balls, man. That's what I came for. I'm leaving as soon as you let me in the gate. Yeah. (laughs) I got, I want to see one song from one band and I want to get my balls fondled. (laughs) That's why I paid $40 for these fucking grass seats. Feel like you need that cheaper. Verizon Deer Creek roof. Ralph. Ralph. Verizon center. Yeah. Ruoff. Some mortgage place. Like why, why, why? Trying to be hip with the times, bud. Oh, yeah. Klipsch. I always forget about Klipsch. Klipsch is the only one that actually has anything to do with music that that, true. that place was ever named after. Anyway, nobody not from Indiana has any idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. And yeah. even some people from Indiana don't know because you've yet to say Deer Creek. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. It's a venue that changes names. So if you live anywhere near a city, now you know what I'm talking about. Because, you know, it used to be the Staples Center and now it's whatever. And it was whatever before that. And it never gets better. Yeah. It's just like they they like lease it for like 10 years or something. Anyway. uh, So Perry gets this dude with his ball gun. um, And then they get away. Uh... Oh, Harmony goes and and steals the van that has the girl's corpse in it. Yep. Uh, so basically, they they figure out that uh, Harlan, his wife died, and she had a bunch of money, and his daughter showed back up, but she was like gonna fight him for the money. So he had her put into an insane asylum and replaced her with someone else that looked vaguely similar and then killed his daughter off because somebody got too close and might have figured it out. And 
then also had the girl killed who was the girl with the pink hair that uh, was the bait trying to help uh, them get Perry. Yeah. Yeah. That Harry saw get killed. Nailed it. Yes. <clears throat> so Harmony picks up the actual daughter's body and like steals it from under their noses in the van. They're chasing the van. Harry and Perry are nearby, but they're on foot. So they're trying to, she like drives by high speed chase. So they're trying to catch up. They, there's uh, uh harmony gets in an accident. She gets out of the van. They try to get her. They don't get her. She like rolls down a hill and gets knocked out. Perry like shoots a couple of the guys, but then he gets shot and uh uh Harry also gets shot by the same bullet. And they both go down. But Perry actually got shot. Yeah. And you think he's dead. Uh Harry gets up and it's like either it's just a flesh wound as far as you know right now. He takes Perry's gun. All the bad guys not all the bad guys are dead. There's a car full of bad guys driving down to get to uh, Harmony on because like they're on an overpass. Yeah. And they can't get to her because she like rolled down the hill next to the road down on the lower part of the underpass. But Harlan is on the road that they're on and he's driving at uh uh Harry trying to run him over and he jumps over and the the when the accident happened the coffin with the girl's body on it landed on a road sign on the overpass <laughs> so Harry falls over the side down on top of the coffin slides to the end of the coffin drops his gun at one end of the coffin is hanging on to the other end Harlan stops, gets out. Harry like kind of like tugs on the coffin. Yeah. Or he's actually holding on to the girl's hand that's yeah, dangling, hand. dangling out of the coffin. Yeah. So he like kind of tugs on her hand, the gun slides down the coffin and he catches it and shoots fucking Harlan in the chest. And Harlan's like fucking magicians and falls <laughs> over. <laughs> you do say that. Yeah. And then Harry falls, lands on top of the car that's driving towards Harmony. They stop. They try to shoot him, but he like leans over and kills everybody in the car. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. And then he like walks over to where Harmony is and falls. She's like, oh my God, you got shot. And he's like, no, I'm fine. And he pulls the book out, the fucking novel out. And he's like, look, it stopped the bullet. And she's like thumbing through it. And there's a hole all the way through the book. <laughs> and she's like, no, it didn't. And he's like, oh, oops. <laughs> and he like falls, he, he falls unconscious. Uh, and then we move to a, a weird hospital scene where they're like, oh yeah, the, you know, look Perry's back because yeah. we can't kill anybody because it's a movie and then like random people from history walk in that are dead 
Yep. And from the movie. And from the movie. Yeah. And it was like, what the fuck? This is... I mean, you know, they said they're not going to do a Lord of the Rings, and then they did a Lord of the Rings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then they talk about... Uh, they talk about Harmony's sister, and she actually did commit suicide because one of the reasons that her and Harmony both left Indiana is because their dad... Stepdad? Dad, dad. Dad. Was it their dad, dad? Oh, yeah, it was their dad, dad. Was a molester. Uh, Which is kind of lightheartedly played throughout the movie. Yeah. Which is real weird. Yeah. It's super weird. Uh, So then they're basically like, yeah, she really did kill herself because back when uh, Harlan came through, you told her to try and like make things easier for her that her dad wasn't her real dad, that Harlan was actually her dad. So then she came to LA and she was snooping on Harlan and he, she saw him having sex with the girl that he was having pretend to be his daughter because he had locked his actual daughter up and she didn't know that it wasn't actually her daughter. So then she thought that the new shiny dad was also a molester having an incestuous relationship with his daughter and she lost her shit and killed herself. She wasn't murdered. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. Super fucked up. And it's right at the end of the movie and you're like, okay, cool. So then they go to Indiana for the funeral. Yeah. And then like the fourth ending, Perry goes upstairs to where the father is. Uh, like on oxygen, <laughs> yeah, and tells him he's a piece of shit, and then slaps him a few times, and then walks away. And that's the end of the movie. And then there's yeah. not there's another end where you find find out that Harry works for Perry now. And he was doing this as like a memoir-ish thing. Yeah. The end. Yep. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I kind of figured Shane would say that. I didn't mind this movie. I thought it was neat. I enjoyed quite a bit of it. Yeah. Okay. So like I love pulpy noir stuff. Which this is very like neo-noir, like tongue-in-cheek comedy version. But I really like that, okay? What bothers me about this movie is the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes. Yeah. And then like some weird stuff in between, but that's like kind of like I like, like a little pickling of weird stuff, not like you're a sprinkling of weird stuff, not... Yeah, the whole thing. I th- I think if the beginning was edited better, yes. it wouldn't be as uh, cringy, cringy, distasteful. Yeah. Two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it definitely. Yeah, there's a lot of that in this because the editing in the beginning is like kind of poor. Yeah, and we don't know who the, who Robert Downey's talking to. Like, is it his son? Is it his nephew? Like, who the fuck is the kid on the other line? Like, it's never clarified. Yeah. Um. But I also think the movie was supposed to be longer because like this probably needed to be like two and a half hours. 
Like if you're gonna do an LA confidential, you need to do an LA confidential. I agree. <laughs> but like LA confidential is awesome. This was an awesome. It was okay. Yeah, I but I yeah. feel like it could have been awesome. It, I really oh, yeah, this I really been like amazing. I really like the fucking totally bonkers super twisty story. It's very twisty. Yeah. I like this story. Mm-hmm. But like the beginning and the end are so dumb and convoluted. And then like there's just like so much 2005 through the middle. Yeah. And then like weird stuff played for laughs that I'm like, that's is it not funny because it's not 2005 or was that ever not funny? Or was yeah. that ever funny? I think the subversions are funny, but I think I like, think not, um good. I think a subversion of the girl being the crazy horny one when the guy is like trying to be like actually valiant and like like what the fuck? Why are you why were you okay with this and yeah. why are you trying to throw me a pity fuck or whatever? Mm-hmm. That's okay except for the reason for it. The reason that she is like that is because she was molested by her father. Which is like sort of a throwback to like Chinatown. Yeah. But also like what the fuck? Also a thing. And played for laughs. Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know that that's the way it feel the way it's acted. I don't know that her like I don't know that her like being that way was that much played for laughs. Oh, it was definitely played for laughs. I think I think the stuff with the little sister and the wording and the verbiage used when talking about the little sister laughs. is played it's for super laughs. Fucked up. Yeah. But I think when I think when she's like just sort of being like herself or whatever, and we don't know that like for the first part of the movie when she's like being that way and then he's like trying to like be a nice guy or whatever. Yeah. And then later, I guess, you know, you like find out and stuff. So that it is kind of weird, but I more so meant like, like the subversions of like the, the gun when he like does the Russian roulette thing and shoots yes. the dude. I like and that. And then like fucking hilarious. Uh, the book, like making you think the whole movie is being played out the way they said that it would be played out Yeah, based on the book. And then at the end being like, Oh, we were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like is hilarious. Cause we don't ever get that. Right. Um, but like, I don't, I don't think the, I, I didn't find it humorous the way that they did the molesting for la- laughs. Yeah. And yeah. even if the verbiage was just changed, like it wouldn't have been, like funny yeah. like it would have been like it would have had a more serious tone but like right. the verbiage they use is really weird yeah it's As, like definitely written for laughs yeah and then like also the constant just like gay parry stuff yeah that was, was kind of like, very like what the fuck but that definitely felt 2005. Yeah, that yeah, was very yeah, 2005. Yeah. But, but also, it also like, like wasn't funny. I mean, even I don't think it would have been funny even in 2005. Well, I also don't I didn't I didn't necessarily think that like that stuff was disrespectful, I guess. No, I just didn't think it was funny. I thought, yeah, like I I thought it was funny because he's like like he 
seemed He's like a genuinely into it. gay character yeah, leaning yeah, yeah. into right. the putting off the straight man thing. Right. And like the gun thing I thought was hilarious. Like they never checked behind the balls. That one. Like, that one. The other one, one was, was not that funny. The the F word gun. <laughs> that he pulls out the Derringer that he pulls out of the, the dashboard. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah, that's my F word gun. Yeah. That was kind of weird. And I was like, I didn't Whoa, think that one what? was funny. Yeah. yeah, that one like stung a little. And that was like, the only time they, they said that, like where like a lot of movies will say that stuff a lot, yeah. especially older movies. Older movies, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I so I think I think I think Gay Perry was Shane Black's attempt at writing like a genuine like gay, gay character, character yeah. that wasn't there to be made fun of specifically for being gay. Right. Cause like he's, he's like a good character. Like he is a good character. So a good character. So like, I think I thought that representation was interesting, especially for a movie in 2005. Yeah. I don't know. It was interesting. I think there was some editing issues. There were lots of editing issues. Yeah. Um, I didn't like, love the movie by any means sure but i didn't like hate that i watched it yeah but i i think it could have been a great movie if like they had really leaned into the story and i mean they had a great cast and um the humor like a lot of the humor was fine um but i i just feel like uh, it suffered for being from 2005 and then yeah, maybe this, from some studio meddling. I'm not sure. Yeah. And this is Shane Black's directorial debut. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. Oh, not okay. his writing debut, but it is. His, no, for sure. Not his writing. Uh, debut. Yeah. But it is his directorial debut. It was this and then Iron Man three, then some TV movie called edge and then the nice guys and then the predator. So like, honestly, like, the nice, like the nice guys, you've seen is the nice best, guys. best movie that he's directed. He, so I feel like he figured out how to make, <laughs> he, he did kiss, kiss, bang, bang, and then figured out how to do the, like the pulp funny, noir. pulpy noir yeah, yeah. because the nice guys is fucking hilarious. Yes. and Like a brilliant movie. Yeah. I like that movie a lot. But yeah, this very much could be. I was gonna, I like when I was watching this, I was like, man, I really want like a sequel. But like, because I loved Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr.'s like yeah. chemistry. They had great chemistry, dude. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes but me. Unfortunately, Val Kilmer can't act anymore. Yeah, he's dead, isn't he? No, no, he just doesn't. I thought he passed did recently. He? I yeah. don't think he did. I don't think so. He has, um, he like can't speak anymore, right? Didn't yeah, he? He's have, still alive. Yeah, he basically it? like lost all use of his vocal cords. Well, I thought he had passed. But yeah, I knew that he he had like, he couldn't talk or anything anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's like at risk of dying necessarily. I, I thought his like, he had like some kind of cancer, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know what's Look it up. What is wrong <laughs> with Val Kilmer? What up with Val Kilmer? What up Val Kilmer? 
what disease does Val Kilmer have? Val Kilmer has battled throat cancer, and although he is cancer-free, it has seriously impacted his quality of life. How old is Val Kilmer? Val Kilmer is 62 years old. I thought it was throat cancer, but I didn't, didn't remember exactly. I think he raises alpacas now. Oh, does he? I think so. Didn't they use like AI for him to talk in Maverick? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so yeah, that would be great. That would have been awesome if we had gotten like a better version of this movie with the same cast. Yeah. <laughs> if in a sequel or something. I don't disagree. Yeah. Like I agree with Russell though. I loved RDJ and Val Kilmer. Yeah. I thought they did great. Yeah. Yeah. I really like them together. Uh, I like Monahan. Um, you can kind of, there's some uh, spots in, uh, in this movie where I'm like, I could see Tony Stark right here. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Like you can see Iron Man three all in this movie. Yep. Like there's so many like just weird like shots that I was like, that looks like a very similar shot to Iron Man three. Or there's like, yeah, but yeah. And then Robert Downey, like starting to really like come through as like his redemption story is good in this. Cause like, this is, I think this was the first movie he did on his, when he came back. I think you're right. Short, short. Oh yeah. He's, he's in Gothica. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. So 2000, 2002 was when he was on. Allie McBeal as Larry Paul. <clears throat> or, yeah, 2000, 2002. And it was shortly after that uh, when he went to rehab. Because he was, ha- that was kind of when a lot of the stuff was like coming to light, was while he was on Allie McBeal. And then, uh, oh, he did a movie called The Singing Detective. I don't know what this is. This has got Mel Gibson in it. Does he sing? Uh, From his hospital bed, a writer suffering from a skin disease hallucinates musical numbers and paranoid plots. (laughs) Okay. Uh, But yeah, then he did did Gothica right before this. And then... It's a couple movies I haven't heard of. Eros and Game 6. Game 6 has Michael Keaton in it. that is but yeah so then it was kiss kiss bang bang and then that was kind of as then we got a good night good luck and a guide to recognizing your saints and then shaggy dog a scanner darkly zodiac and then 2008 i was charlie bartlett was before iron man jesus there was a lot in between this and iron man wow yeah but yeah, so Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was like the beginning of him like coming back, making us come back. And then I know a guide to recognizing your saints was really popular amongst like uh, critics and like uh, festival circuits and stuff. But mm. um, yeah, so then it'd be 2008 when we got Iron Man. So there's a lot before that, but. We also got, we got Tropic Thunder the same year. 
was Iron Man. Oh shit! Yeah, and the soloist was the following year, and then Sherlock Holmes and and yeah, played Everything. a bunch of stuff, bunch of good stuff. Due date, Chef, uh, the Judge. The Judge is really good. Hmm. I think what we're saying is we love RDJ. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, do you guys want to go down to the corner? Yeah. I go down if you want to. Let's go down to the corner. You want to go? To the corner. To the corner. Oh, okay. You know, you've never been to the corner until you've been to the corner. In LA. LA. All right. Welcome to Dave's LA corner. <laughs> Dave's LA corner of trivia. Yeah. Where the point of this LA corner of trivia is for you to say. Ah, uh, neat. Oh I don't know God. how I feel about that. All right, you guys ready for some hot, hot, hot trivia? I feel like that's the valley. It's not LA. Yeah. But whatever. The va- it's a little more valley. Oh, neat. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. What you Almost worse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Russell. All right. No, you don't. I do. Uh, whatever. I fucking love you. Give us you. the trivia. See if I win. All right, Russell gets a point. Uh, As a show of support for Robert Downey Jr.'s recovery from alcohol and drugs, Val Kilmer refused to drink during the entire production. Oh, fuck, bud. That's that's neat. That's neat as fuck. That's super neat. Yeah. What a guy. What a guy. What a Perry. Val Kilmer met Robert Downey Jr. for the first time at a Hollywood party. A week later, he received the screenplay for this film and agreed to do it before he'd even finished reading it. Upon agreeing, and to much to his delight, he was informed that Downey had already been cast. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Seem like they're pals. That's neat. I like to think they're pals. Yeah. yeah. Walter Perry. Um, yep. Robert Downey Jr.'s favorite movie of his own. His favorite movie, really? That he's done. I, I could see that, like it being his road to recovery. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know okay, what I mean. I guess that makes it's sense. It's probably the first time he felt like an actor. Jesus. Well, I mean, you know. I yeah, no, that's meant. fair because yeah. <laughs> he was probably all fucked up before that. Okay. Yep. Perry. First movie he remembers doing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. considered his role as Harry Lockhart, his calling card, to playing Tony Stark slash Iron Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. While preparing to make Iron Man, Downey Jr.'s performance inspired director John Favreau to cast him in the title role. Neat. Good. Nanny. Real neat. Nanny. Real fucking Gave neat. us like 23 good movies. <laughs> ba ba ba. Uh, the film was originally titled LAPI, then Bang, but Val Kilmer suggested to director Shane Black that Kiss Kiss Bang Bang would have more appeal. What a parry. What What a parry indeed. Uh, what the fuck? I don't know. As a thank you for putting it back into the A-list with this film, Robert Downey Jr. pushed for Shane Black to be involved in the Marvel franchise. He ultimately wrote and directed Iron Man 3. 3. Fuck yeah. Mm. That's his favorite one. Uh, Iron Man's my favorite one. Iron Man 3 is like my second favorite. Yeah. Uh, Val Kilmer had to quickly lose the 50 pounds gained for his plump role in Alexander from 2004 in order to play his fit GQ character for this film. Yeah. 
Ah, that makes the Colin Farrell joke make more sense. I didn't realize Alexander was that long ago. Oh, shit. Yeah. Let's do a couple more of those and then do some spoilies. Do it. Uh, Val Kilmer walked around in a 500 pair of Louis Vuitton driving shoes and wore nail varnish while experimenting with several variations of speech patterns for the role. Uh, Kilmer also noted this was done much to his son, Jack Kilmer's chagrin. Nice. <laughs> um, the film was giving a standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. Really? Yep. Nice. Okay. Um, uh, Val Kilmer's depiction of gay Perry is generally considered to be the first openly gay character to front a Hollywood action movie. Okay. Oh. What a Perry. Yep. <laughs> what the fuck? Let's do some spoilies. Yeah, do it. Russell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why at me? I don't know. Uh, towards the end, Harry attributes Perry's dubious survival to when the studio gets paranoid about a downer ending. The same rationale caused a change to the endings of Shane Black's prior screenplays for Lethal Weapon 2 and The Long Kiss Goodnight. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't think I understood that one. Do I need to read it again? No, it's fine. What a Russell. Yeah. Then there's more trivia. <laughs> at the end. Uh, Thanks for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, there is foreshadowing with Gay Perry throughout the movie as his cell phone plays I Will Survive by yeah. Gloria Gaynor as his ringtone, yeah. indicating his fate at the end of the movie. Yeah. 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 And that's fun. That's good. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. It's fun. Uh, in the final narrative scene in Gay Perry's office, when Harry is lighting a cigarette, the third finger of Harry's left hand is briefly visible and missing the tip down to the first knuckle. Oof. Ouch. In a door. Like, in a door. That's, yeah. Yeah. Ah, scary, right? Yeah. Ow. Did you just cut off my finger? <laughs> oh, yep. Yep. Come in. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, two more. <laughs> so does he body count not the sweet ass band is 13 uh, protocop actor he falls off a of harmony's balcony <laughs> yeah. uh, there's Richie uh, shot by a woman on fire escape uh-huh. there's Veronica Dexter the lady in the lake yeah. uh, Jenna Lane which is suicide uh-huh. uh, Mr. Frying Pan shot by food stand owner uh, pink hair girl shot by Mr. Fire. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Fire shot by Harry. Mr. Mustard. Mr. Mustard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dexter's clinic guard shot by Harry. Um, Irulio shot by Perry. Uh, Dexter's goon on the bridge shot by Perry. Perry. Uh, Harlan Dexter shot by Harry. Uh, two goons on the freeway shot by Harry. That was a lot to say. Yeah. I can't believe it actually broke it all down. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of obnoxious. Yep. This one by Harry. This one by Perry. This one by Harry. This one by Perry. Yeah. It could have just been like 13 people died. 
13 people or it could have been like Perry killed this many and Harry killed this many. This person killed themselves. Yep. This person fell. This person was <laughs> shot by a person on a balcony. It still would have been a lot, but it would have been less than that. But anyway. Yeah. Neat though. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty neat. One more. Okay. Uh, after the dog steals Harry's severed finger, it is seen throughout the rest of the scene carrying it sticking out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shane Black points out one shot where the finger is sticking out further than it should be and jokes that the dog had eaten Robert Downey's entire skeleton because it was at the end of a popsicle stick. Adds Downey Jr. Thankfully, in the remaining shots, the finger is jutting out the correct length. <laughs> okay. It's kind of weird. Huh. Yeah. Also, there's a little cameo thing. I okay. just saw. I'm going to read that. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is the voice of the bear in the fake beer commercial. Oh, oh that's neat. Yeah. That's neat. Yeah. That's all I had for Dave's Trivia Corner that's in cool. LA. Dave's LA Trivia Corner! Ew, Nate. You didn't say that once the entire time. I did. I said neat several you didn't times. Say I said it a couple times. How he said it. Oh, well, I oh. wasn't going to say it that way. Yeah. Fair. All right, let's rate this. Let's rate it. Rate it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to give it a seven and a half. Uh, I think the beginning and the end were kind of fucked up. Uh, and then there's some weird stuff in the middle. But like, I really like the story. Uh, I really like uh, the actors. Most of the acting. Um, I think it was shot okay. The editing is kind of bad. <sighs> there was a lot of potential here. Kind of squandered, but it was still okay. So seven and a half. Russell, uh, a lot of potential. I do agree. Um, lots. Uh, I felt like they were working with pretty good script. I feel like some of it just didn't come out on the final end. Um, but over overall, I enjoyed it. Um, and I'm gonna give it an eight point five because it has Robert Downey Jr. in it. Uh, that's what I got. So I'm biased, and I don't give a fuck. Jesus Christ. Damn. Watch it. If you haven't watched it, it's still worth watching. Dave? Um, I did enjoy this film. Uh, there was some spots that, you know, definitely showed that from being 2005. Um, but overall, I thought it was, I thought it was fun. I was yeah. entertained the whole time. I do also like noir type stuff. Yeah. And it was very noir-y and they had some black comedy mixed in. Mm-hmm. I like that. I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Wow, Dave rated it the lowest. Whoa, holy shit. Yeah, what the fuck, Dave? Are you all right? I don't think I am. I give it a 10. Things are better now. Catching grumpitis? I think I am. Fuck. Oh, man. We just rub it off on me. We turned him into a critic. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) My worst nightmare. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Well, we talked about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Next week, we're going to do Anna and the Apocalypse. What? Anna and the Apocalypse. Anna and the Apocalypse. That's what it's called. What is that on? I don't know. Uh, It's on uh, YouTube. (laughs) It's on Voodoo. It's on Voodoo. Tell you here in two seconds. It's on AMC Plus or $2 for on Amazon Amazon Prime. Prime. Okay. All right. That's a musical, isn't it? 
Uh, it is partially a musical. It stars <laughs> Ella Hunt as Anna Shepard, uh, Malcolm Cumming as John. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know either that. of those people. Just the fact that it's a musical, but yay, it's for Christmas. So mm-hmm. it is what it is. Christmas musical. Yeah. Read the synopsis. No. Oh, read it next week. I'll read you next week. You can read it I after the won't. show to tell him what it's about. Yeah. The tagline is Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land. <laughs> Dave's making a face right now. You had me at Shaun of the Dead. And you lost me at La La you Land. You lost me at La La Land. Well, I'll get you back at you... the apocalypse. <laughs> Never had an apocalypse, so you had an apocalypse in LA. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find us on all your social media by searching Drafted Quarters Productions. Like, subscribe, hit the bell, give us the gold stars, whatever. You can also find us on Patreon. Subscribe $1 a month, and you will get a bunch of back episodes as well as some special stuff that is only up on Patreon. Um, you can also email us, draftyq at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, <laughs> concerns, suggestions, whatever. Uh, our Amazon wish list is in the show notes. It's Christmas time. Buy us Christmas presents. Grimbus, please. <laughs> um, all right. We love you guys. We appreciate all the support and you guys listening. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Do you think I'm stupid? I don't think you'd know where to put food at if you didn't flap your mouth so much. Yes, I think you're stupid.